Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, September 7th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Stator Labs AMA hosted by Polygon. Let's take a listen. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another installment of Polygon Twitter Spaces AMA. On this AMA, we are joined by Sandeep, the co founder of Polygon, and, um, oh, and Amit, the co-founder of Stator Labs, uh, with uh, Shan Mug, also from Stator Labs. Um, since we're a little uh, pressed on time, Sandeep has to get out of here in about uh, 25 minutes. I'll do the introductions. So Stator Labs is a non-custodial smart contract-based staking platform that helps users conveniently discover and access staking solutions. Stator Labs is building key staking middleware infrastructure for multiple proof-of-work networks, including Polygon, using the Matic X token. This is for retail users, exchanges, and custodians. So to, on today's talk, we're going to talk about what is staking, how staking secures the Polygon network, and the importance of liquid staking in the DeFi ecosystem. So... Sandeep, we're going to start with you and gain some of your expertise. Um, Sandeep, what is staking in regards to the Polygon network? And how does staking keep the Polygon network safe just as a starter? But as we continue to go through this conversation, I think everyone who's listening will be excited to learn that the Matic X token, which is the liquid staking token from Stator Labs, is gaining more and more utility within the Polygon ecosystem every day from a DeFi standpoint. And that's something we'll touch on a little bit later. Uh, Sandeep, do we, do we have you back up and running? Yes, yes, yes. A very weird thing happened. Like, you know, when I was, I'm unmuting, uh, it's automatically, uh, you know, muting me. So I don't okay. know what was happening. So I uh, restarted the app. Um, so uh, about the staking. So for any proof of stake network, basically, uh, the whole purpose of uh, staking is that um, the validators or the people who are validating the transactions in the network, securing the network, they put a security deposit and uh, this which is called stake. And then as per the security deposit, as per the amount of security deposit they have put in, the basis that they are allowed or they are uh, by by the decentralized algorithm, they are given chances to validate the transactions and thereby they are able to earn the transaction fees with that, right? So that's the core purpose of staking, not only for Polygon, but it is for, in general, all the proof of stake, uh, you know, kind of uh, platforms or chains. And um, also that, you know, all of the proof of stake rewards that we um, that we that we see today, like you know, these are all 
subsidies paid by like the staking rewards that we call it like non transaction fee staking reward they are more like uh, subsidies provided by the by the projects to uh, invite enough amount of proof of stake validators who can then uh, you know validate on the on the chain but once the beyond a certain time all those proof of stake rewards get over and then once they are over then ideally you expect the network to generate enough amount of transaction fees that it is sufficient for uh, sufficient to make it economically viable for all the validators to keep securing the chain that's the core you know idea of uh, proof of stake and polygon staking is currently in that first phase where there are staking rewards and things like that but eventually we feel that you know the, with the transaction fees that the network is already generating it will be worthwhile for the validators to uh, run the chain and uh, you know earn those transactions as the transaction fees yeah thanks for that sandeep and let's let's try to get a little bit more technical because i think there's definitely some differences in regards to polygon proof of stake staking uh, in regards to our network versus how staking works on other networks for example the staking contracts for the Polygon proof of stake chain are actually located on the Ethereum network. And I was wondering if you could add just a little more color onto why that is and maybe explain why that's important. Yeah, so because Polygon, uh, you know, the, the, the Polygon chain was originally serving Polygon Plasma, which is a layer two solution. And Polygon is basically Ethereum uh you know ethereum scaling solution whether you call it layer 2 or you call it like you know you have uh, things like side chains or whatever you want to call it uh, but then all these mechanisms are look you know looking to scale ethereum so definitely because polygon token exists on ethereum chain and uh, uh, you know it's a it's a it's a, it's a layer 2 uh, network or a commit chain or a side chain on top of ethereum the staking the Polygon token's native home is Ethereum. And then the staking also happens on Ethereum. So there's a staking smart contract where you stake your tokens. And then it gets communicated uh, in a, in, in, in a uh, you know, uh, decentralized way on a network level uh, via, you know, catching Ethereum events. And Polygon validator get to know about it that, okay, you know, this guy has staked this much amount and then you can run a node and you know if you are the same address owner uh, the ethereum uh, you know understands that you are you have staked this much money and then the as as much uh, and and the on the layer 2 chain also the layer 2 chain other validators understand and they also check it from ethereum that okay you have staked this much amount so it's very different in that sense yes you are you're right that in in, in case of polygon the staking happens on Ethereum, which is not tr true for all of the layer ones because there the staking happens on on uh, you know on the on their layer one chains like that means those chains itself, um, and it is also although Ethereum has various layer two solutions, but I don't think any one of them like I think even uh, Arbitrum and Optimism uh, and some other good solutions like these. They are all in the single operator mode. That means they have one centralized operator which runs the uh, execution. Plus, they have the guarantees like execution guarantees on Ethereum, all that. But they are not in the proof of stake mode yet. Eventually, I think they all of them are looking to decentralize the uh, you know the execution of the transactions. 
but that's why like polygon as you said that you know polygon is very uh, different in that sense polygon pos chain is very different but it's the only proof of stake chain which is built as a as a layer 2 or as a as a add on layer on top of another layer so that's why it's very different and the staking happens on smart contract absolutely yeah i think that's one of the very it's a very important fact that makes the polygon proof of stake chain much more different than other scaling solutions currently available in the ecosystem but i also want to talk about sandeep the importance of liquid staking in particular for polygon and you know these services that stater labs is providing with the matic x token why is that important to polygons uh, network security and just the overall defi ecosystem <clears throat> yeah so i think that uh, you know the main reason is that uh, i think it provides better capital efficiencies because blockchains provide us this uh, you know provide us this platform where this kind of financial engineering can be done so you can actually technically stake your tokens in the network but with liquid staking you can get a representative token which 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 says that you know you have this st- amount staked in the network and then with using that liquid token you can utilize that because that is your capital and you can utilize that capital into you know various different ways like defi uh, you know in get involved in defi or you know if you wanted to take a loan and things like that although that also uh you know in liquid staking th- this has always been debated that uh you know technically uh, the security that a proof of stake provider provides um there is a possibility that you you uh, you stake your tokens as a validator and then you have liquid tokens you sell those liquid tokens in the market but uh, and then do some sort of fraud if you wanted to do so it kind of like there are debatable uh, kind of scenarios Uh, and i think amit might have thought through amitesh might have thought through some of these scenarios more deeply uh, so that's why like we never really uh, from polygon's core platform itself we never really did the liquid staking uh, because you know by that time the research was fairly weak uh, with that but i think of late a lot of other teams like you know a lot of other uh, projects have done that and i think they are working fine so that's why like you know we are also happy if third party uh, projects like uh, stader and you know i'm sure there are there are more uh, who can provide this liquid staking functionalities to the polygon community because it increases or it enhances their capital efficiency let me also chime in a little bit sandeep thanks for uh, thanks for uh, 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 the content that you shared on the liquid staking Uh, uh so while liquid staking is capital efficient i think uh, uh, off late especially in the last one year as you rightly pointed out it has gained a good amount of popularity especially within the defi community and uh, uh in terms of integrations with the with several defi applications and money markets and potential derivatives as well so that's one positive for the delegators while it also helps them in terms of immediate liquidity in case they want to uh trade during the market upswings or downswings uh another uh another important point that i also wanted to add uh to your uh, observation is uh one of course the security of liquid staking has 
has been enhanced quite a bit over the last one year with several monitoring tools and audit and all of that. Beyond that, it also helps the uh, as when we are actually taking the Matic tokens onto the uh, onto the smart contract, that tokens are actually uh, staked across several validators or delegated across several validators. So it enhances the uh, decentralization of the network because it becomes a little harder for individual delegators to identify and spread their tokens across several validators due to several factors like gas fees, etc. Yeah, that, that's interesting. That, that's why, like, you know, I think it was, you know, we, we at that point in time, not having liquid staking uh, directly embedded into the protocol is better because then, uh, you know, what, let's say, Stader team have done is done is that, you know, when you do this liquid staking via them, they distribute it across various validators. So, you know, it's not like one single validator converts all their tokens to, uh, you know, while uh, while keeping the staking power and still be able to convert all their tokens into liquid stake tokens. So, I think that's why, like, I think uh, uh, having this done via third-party products where you can have these kind of solutions is is probably better. And that's an interesting one. Yep, yep, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it's very important for layer ones and scaling solutions to do what they do best, which is validate transactions in a fast way to help scale Ethereum and possibly leave the rest of it up to the open market. So individual projects can specialize on their own, like Stater Labs does with liquid staking. And I think there's there's an opportunity to find more innovation uh, related to that as well as we as we progress. It, it's Sandeep, another thing I want to touch on, since we're talking about proof of stake, and we want to bend your ear on a couple other subjects, just why we have you here. And that's that proof of stake is often seen as a more climate-friendly alternative to the proof of work consensus mechanisms. Um, but also achieving uh, CO2 neutrality and going carbon negative has also been a very important initiative by Polygon. Why do you feel this is important for Polygon and for adoption? I think it is very, uh, you know, it got very clear in the last two years, one and a half years, when NFT started becoming like, glo- like a become global phenomena the kind of pushback that came uh, for the proof of stake chains because you know we all know that what kind of energy bitcoin network consumes and ethereum network consumes in the proof of stake setting uh, i think we got a very very big pushback and this initially we also thought that this is kind of a temporary thing and it will go away but then that narrative start started uh, getting uh, very sticky and this happened with us also where we you know worked with frequently work uh, you know work with multiple let's say fortune 50 fortune 100 um, you know kind of uh, organizations when we were you know looking to work and some of them we also worked after multiple months of efforts when they were to announce and some of those products did go live without the mention of crypto because of this extreme narrative that got created uh, and we know that you know the things can become very political, uh, you know, especially it come when it comes to ESG. So you know, many of the times after months of work and making the product live, they could not, you know, fully own the product that this is a Web three product and things like that. So uh, you know, it is very clear to us that, that around that time also it was it got very clear to us that you know uh, for the mass adoption because we are also 
strongly strong believers that the mass adoption of web 3 or the super cycle of web 3 will not come uh, before we have like uh, without without these enterprises or big companies uh, existing web 2 tech startups adopting web 3 and uh, if they have to adopt they need to be answerable to their uh, communities or stakeholders and users that they are environment friendly so i think it was very clear with us and then you know but the but the kind of the wrong narrative that was was being spread all across the place so we even at polygon we took it, uh, took it as a personal initiative and we you know spent a lot of resources on that to to kind of uh, bring home this point that blockchains are green like today 90% of the blockchains are proof of stake blockchains only ethereum and bitcoin from the significant chains are proof of work and from there like ethereum is moving to proof of stake so i think now this narrative is slowly getting quashed uh, in the in the, the larger audience and then once it once it's fully overcome i think uh, it will uh, you know play an important role in the long term adoption of uh, you know this technology uh, in in the in the in the mainstream otherwise we'll just remain like this fringe you know industry or community it's very important in our mind absolutely not only does it align polygon on an environmental level and on a political level but also it also helps with adoption so yeah. kind of kind of a triple threat situation once you start going carbon negative and i want to switch over to uh, the polygon supernets very quickly and how does the validation process work on polygon supernets are we using the same validating nodes as the proof of stake chain and is there opportunity for liquid staking there as well mm, with supernets i think we are slightly uh far on slightly not far but slightly away from fully deciding how the liquid staking will work on supernets so uh or you know like the how the staking mechanisms will work uh you know as as supernets and uh, this is like a something which is uh you know under heavy discussions as of today so i don't want to you know kind of disclose many of the things that are being discussed but obviously with supernets also we are uh you know looking to bring in because polygon is technically going to have thousands and thousands of such chains in probably in 10 years 5 years from now and we already see there are around 30 polygon supernets that are live and uh, more and more are going to go live uh, and them so we need to have we need to have a concerted strategy on how the staking on all of these supernets uh will take place uh and uh, and yeah like there are multiple ideas on that but as of now liquid staking is not being uh discussed uh, in that context we are more focused on bringing the normal staking that was a that was a question i saw from the audience that i thought was was kind of an interesting question so i thought i would ask that one yeah yeah but yeah also but also sandeep yeah very good question uh i want to talk about the just the future of liquid staking and you know you being the co-founder and seeing a lot more you know from a birds eye view top down from just like a macro standpoint and maybe like from an institutional demand uh, are you where do you see the future of liquid staking uh, specifically with polygon Hmm. so i mean with liquid staking i myself like you know i mean definitely this is a very good feature 
you know, I myself like uh, you know I have some personal thing, and you know, definitely like you know, we are all mega bulls uh, of Polygon, right? So nobody wants to sell uh, their uh, magic tokens, or even the same thing with me. So even and and I also wanted to get the staking yield, right? So uh, you know, now I think Stader Matic X recently got selected to be put as Ave. Uh, uh, you know, uh, borrowing collateral. Uh, collateral. I think that's also very interesting. So I'm like, that's why I was uh, discussing with Amit also previously that how can I uh, do this? Like, you know, take a loan on my staked matic or something like that. So this is only possible via this. And you know, I can myself see that this is a very good uh, capitally capital efficient scenario where I want to be uh, stay put on my you know small amount of my mathematic tokens that would i would have like i would have been forced to sold, sell in this particular scenario uh, but now i can simply stake them and take a loan from them so so it's it's a very good scenario and i think it would be true for many institutions like that so i think it will become more and more prominent um, you know because it unlocks a lot of capital efficiency now it is up to stater labs uh, and maybe you know for the other liquid uh, staking platforms also to that how much integration how much integrated they can make their liquid assets into the uh, DeFi uh, ecosystem if there is good liquidity on the DEXs on, on lending borrowing protocols and things like that I think definitely uh, they will become a very strong avenue of uh, cap, you know uh, providing capital efficiency and more and more people will use them yeah, I think but, bringing. But I think Amit. State. But I think it is it is interesting to take. We should take Amit's perspective also. Like you know, Amit, what what do you guys? What, what do you think about liquid staking's future in the context of Polygon and you know in general for other chains also? Yep, sure, Sandeep. So I think uh, uh, so. I like we we aspire to see a world where most of the staking happens through liquid staking because fundamentally it's a lot more capital efficient. And also uh, helps the networks in uh, decentralizing. Having said that, there are some other constraints uh, that probably prevent individuals from participating in liquid staking. But I see a majority of the staking happening through liquid staking in the future. Uh, and uh, adding more and more DeFi integrations like uh, lending in case of Polygon, our uh, asset is undergoing an AIP uh, and a tech integration with Aave, as well as several other lending markets like uh, the Cheetahs, um, Manhattan Finance, and even some of the advanced utilities like uh, options and potentially per perpetuals in the future using uh, liquid staked Matic or any other liquid staked POS asset as a collateral will uh, provide av avenues for users or uh, POS native token holders uh, or like for example like people who don't want to sell their uh, matic tokens yet want to enjoy several high yield opportunities this will be a real game changer has been a game changer on eth and several other uh, uh, blockchains and even on matic i think overall we have about uh, 60, 65 million Matic stake across, stake across the liquid staking providers. So it is slowly starting, but I think it will be a game changer for sure in the future. Absolutely. And one of the most important things that makes DeFi very special and different from the traditional finance world is the composability. And the more integrations that we get 
within our DeFi protocols with, you know, in relation to liquid staking tokens like MaticX, the more composability we have in the ecosystem and the more options that users have when they're choosing which DeFi protocols. And like you said, Aave, Cheetow, MeshSwap, Polysynth, Ovix, all these great DeFi protocols that are within the DeFi ecosystem have all integrated MaticX. And Sandeep, it, it does look like we're running up on time a little bit. Um, I think you've got to leave in about four minutes and then Amit and the Stater team is going to stick around for another 15. But Sandeep, I just want to get your, your final thoughts. Um, what should people be paying attention to and just any other final thoughts related to liquid staking, Stater Labs, MaticX? Yeah. Um... I mean, from my side, as I as I said, that it's my personal experience that you know I find it very, uh, you know, kind of liberating. And Amit mentioned a very interesting fact. Even I don't know, Amit. Like, you know, you you said that sixty sixty five percent of matic staking is now happening via liquid staking. No. Is it? No, no, sixty five million. Sixty five million. million. Oh, sixty five million. Okay, not sixty five percent. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I definitely I also see that this this trend to grow uh further and uh you know one other part that i feel like when when amit amitesh was speaking also is that uh one 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 thing that you know that is keeping defi uh very uh kind of in the in a limbo right now defi is kind of in a plateau since i think end of 2020 uh and i think the reason for that has been that there is no net new money coming into defi right so People like who have like there are some big big players in the market, some big market makers and big players in the market. They kind of keep rotating the money from one airdrop or liquidity farming to another liquidity farming, right? Liquidity uh, provisioning farming and things like that. So the I think with this liquid staking, there is one real you know kind of use case where you are unlocking certain amount of collateral. Let's say even Matic, for example, if it brings in half a billion dollar worth of Matic, which uh, was previously only staked and completely out of the capital markets. Now that Matic X can trade and can interact with the DeFi uh, across the DeFi platform, that's like new money coming into DeFi, right? So that also, that angle also makes me more excited about liquid staking protocols uh, because, you know, that, that, that unlocks more money and especially natively from within the Web3 ecosystem into the DeFi overall. So that's definitely a very interesting, uh, you know, uh, thing that I feel is good for the entire, uh, you know, overall DeFi. And hence, uh, you know, obviously liquid staking should continue to grow, uh, you know, as, as we see it growing. Absolutely. Sandeep, I know you've got to run, but we really appreciate your time and your insights and uh, stop by anytime. Yep. Thanks. Thanks a lot for having me here. Thanks a lot, Sandeep. Thanks. Thanks, Amitesh. Thanks. Thank thanks, Stater Labs, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. All right. And for those of you still listening, we're going to stick around for a little bit and get a little bit more information from the Stater Labs team. Uh, a very interesting question that I saw in the chat was related to de-pegging of... Uh, the Matic X token. I think people have seen the depegging issue that happened with uh, Lido staked ETH and Ether. I want you to explain why that's much more less of a risk, Amit, uh, with 
the any Matic uh, staking derivative. Yep, absolutely. So uh, the the specific case on ETH is that the withdrawals uh, on staked ETH are not allowed as of today, right? Uh, and we actually don't know the exact timing of withdrawals uh, for ETH, state teeth, I would say. So that is the reason why people, are, people aren't people are able to actually arbitrage between the ST ETH and, uh, uh, and, the, uh, and the DEX pools that are live across balancer or curve. That is the reason market is discounting the state teeth compared to ETH. Uh, so it is not a deep pegging per se. It is just a discount that market is applying to a stake teeth token because of the uncertainty around withdrawals in terms of the timeline. So that kind of risk doesn't exist with uh, Matic X or for that matter, any kind of a staked liquid staked Matic uh, tokens because on Matic, we know that the unstaking or withdrawal period for uh, staked Matic is only about uh, two to three days, right? So arbitra- what arbitrages can do is they can always uh, uh, they can always do the arbitrage between the decks and the actual smart con- staking smart contract and bring back the peg to the to levels closer uh, to the to the same price as that of Matic X on the status smart contract. So uh, this is not possible on ETH because the uh, state ETH withdrawals are not allowed. Right. And you make a really good point there, Amit, and I'm, I'm guilty of this as well, is that it's not, it's not really a de-pegging. It's, it was really more of a discount that state ETH was trading at. And it, it's a discount relative to the perceived time of redemption. Because when the merge happens, you won't be able to withdraw your state ETH immediately. Uh, there needs to be another upgrade, uh, the Shanghai upgrade, I believe, that will allow you to withdraw. And I guess the discounted price for staked Ether is just really the market pricing in when that will happen. So, and that makes sense. With Matic, it takes about two to three days to withdraw. So you don't have that same or as significant of a discount, if any, really. So that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, another thing I want to touch on, another thing that's been pretty big for Stater Labs lately has been uh, the Chainlink Oracle. Uh, can you or, or anyone else on your team just kind of touch on how important, uh, like what was that development and how important that is for Matic X? Yep. I think uh, the Chainlink Oracle is one of the significant developments for uh, any any kind of a liquid state asset and uh, obviously in our case uh, especially matic x because of uh, two primary reasons one is it uh, kind of uh, uh, so it it basically unlocks the important uh, primitive for liquid state assets which is participation in lending or money markets right which is probably the biggest use case for liquid state tokens then the other thing that it enables is it kind of uh, enables composability across all the DeFi platforms, be it uh, be it advanced platforms like derivatives, be it uh, uh, the basic building blocks like DEXs, etc. So Chainlink Oracle plays a big role. So that that I would say is a significant milestone for us, and likewise for any kind of a liquid state token. 
Yeah, it just it just opened the doors wide open from a Matic X composability standpoint. And we kind of talked about this earlier with Sandeep, but I want to talk about these new Matic X integrations like Ovix and Chidao, uh, Polysynth, Ave. Can you touch on those specifically and let all the users know, you know, how can they use their Matic X? So not only are they securing the network, the Polygon network, in gaining staking rewards from that, but you can also use Matic X in DeFi now. So can you can you touch on those partnerships? Yep. Vibit, do you want to double click on those? Yeah, yeah, maybe I'll just quickly run through them, right? Uh, I think, yeah, Justin, I'll just probably start with the ones that have been live uh, for a period of time as well, right? So we are integrated with all the top texts on Polygon, right? From Balancer to QuickSwap to MeshSwap uh, to Dystopia, Right? All of these top DEXs have large liquidity for MaticX, which makes MaticX truly liquid, right? So at any point in time, users can both provide uh, liquidity to the Matic MaticX pair, which is a great near zero impermanent loss kind of LP, which is then a great farming option for people who are Matic long holders, right? Like many of us here. So that becomes a fantastic opportunity. Plus, it also enables people to swap very easily between MaticX and Matic as they see their uh, circumstance dictate. Right, so we have like close to $20 million in liquidity of just Matic, Matic X available on Polygon DeFi across these DEXs and users can easily swap as well as provide liquidity, right? Number two, uh, like you said, right? I think it's an important thing that we are unlocking in terms of uh, lending opportunities, right? So obviously we were live on Market XYZ for a period of time and we just went live with uh, Manhattan Finance, which is uh, created by the Chidao community, built by the Chidao community. It's uh, the contracts are the same as the you know uh, V2 contracts, and essentially what users can do there is deposit Matic X as collateral and borrow Matic, uh, sorry, borrow my at just a one percent fixed interest rate, right? Which is a very interesting proposition for users who are kind of thinking uh, of long and like Sandeep just said, right? Don't want to actually sell their Matic in order to do anything else. They can earn staking rewards with Matic X and borrow at a one percent fixed rate. Uh, with Manhattan Finance that's powered by the Chirao team, right? On top of this, we have also enabled OX, like you just mentioned, Justin, right? So essentially, uh, users will be able to borrow all kinds of blue chip assets and even borrow Matic X if they so choose for their strategies. So it makes it even more uh, capital efficient and useful across the DeFi ecosystem. The other uh, key element that we are working on is also the whole uh, options and derivatives space, right? So we were live with Delta Theta with Matic X options where users could use uh, their own, deploy their own covered call strategies, etc. We are also this week going live with Polysynth, right? Where users will have covered call vaults which have Matic X. So they will earn two yields, right? First, they will earn the Matic X staking rewards in the first place for helping secure the network, but they'll also get like premium and stable coins for actually uh, deploying the covered call, right? So these are some of the interesting opportunities that are coming up. And obviously the big one, right? That chain link uh, unblocks apart from all the lending protocols we've spoken about as well. So our Aave uh, snapshot uh, kind of passed a couple of weeks back and we are now going to go on to an on-chain vote. Uh, and we are very positive about that. So in a couple of weeks, idly Matic X should be collateral on Aave as well, which then opens up like a lot of possibilities, including leverage taking. Right, and uh, that's going to be massive given the amount of Matic and even other blue chip assets 
that are available on our way for users to borrow. Now we are also already talking to a few protocols who can then build on top of the Aave and kind of bring alive probably specific walls for users. So that's also happening in parallel. So a very packed uh, rest of the month for us, right? And MaticX being even more usable across the. Sounds like your business development team is really, really getting. I mean, they're they're working hard, is what it sounds like. Um, so we've got some questions here. We've got some requests from the audience. So I'm going to go ahead and add a few people as we start to run up on time here a little bit. Uh, we're going to first start with Lost Tail. And that did not work. So we'll try to add Igor here. And if you have any questions, anyone listening in the audience, please feel free to request to speak and then we will add you to the stage and you can ask the Stater Labs team your question. Hi, uh, what makes uh, Matic or Polygon better solution instead of uh, other blockchain solutions uh, there too? Like uh, Cosmos, Polkadot, uh, Solana as well. Thanks. Thank you for your question, Igor. Unfortunately, we're going to focus on questions more specifically related to uh, Stater Labs, unless Amit or Vibin wants to wants to take that. Um, I, I think we should. I agree with you, uh, Texan. We should focus limit the discussion to probably staking on Matic and liquid yeah, staking that's, on Matic. That's what that's what we'll do. Okay, the Gachi Emperor. We're adding you to the stage. And please, let's keep the questions related to Matic staking, staking on Polygon, Matic X, and Stater Labs. Um, can you hear me? We can hear you. Okay, I was wondering, um, like, if I was to take my Matic and turn it into Matic X, is that how it works? And then, um, what makes it, uh, you know, secure using, you know, the different, uh, the different coin? I guess is my question. I'm really just catching up, so. Sure. Understand. So all you need to do is go to our uh, Stata Labs uh, platform, which is polygon.statalabs.com. And uh, you just need to stake your Matic. Either if you have Matic on Ethereum network, you can choose to stake on ETH network, or you can choose to stake on Polygon network. Uh, and then you will get your Matic X token. And that's it, right? Your Matic X token starts earning staking rewards right when you start staking your Matic. Uh, and the Matic X token is like uh, a compound C token. The price of Matic X increases as the staking rewards are uh, auto compounded. That means your staking rewards every epoch are collected from the validators and restaked. So that means they are earning compounded rewards. Merely just keeping Matic X will make you eligible to receive staking rewards. And then what you can do with this Matic X is go to any of the DeFi platforms and utilize this Matic X as per your preference, be it on the lending platforms or on uh, any of the uh, DEXs or any of the advanced platforms like uh, derivatives platforms, right? And that's all. So would I be locking it up with you guys then instead of inside one of the nodes? 
Yep. So, I mean, even when you stake your tokens via our smart contract, our contract actually locks it with a set of high quality nodes. So the smart contract doesn't have these tokens. They are locked with the nodes. So in terms of security, uh, it is it, it is very secure because at the end of the day, the stake tomatic is all uh, at the, staked with the validators. It's not lying in the smart contract. Okay, and overall, do you guys have any kind of an insurance or any kind of, you know, if something was to happen, is there anything to back it up at all? Um, so the entire Matic X is backed by the Matic that is staked with the validators. In terms of security, we have done multiple audits, two audits, and there is a bug bounty program for a million dollars on uh, uh, on Immunify. And the contracts have been fairly stable for the last four or five months. So in terms of security, we have covered all the we've covered all the ground and take, taken the best in class security practices. Uh, we're working with several insurance players, but at the moment there is no insurance. Yeah, insurance is a very interesting and up and coming primitive that's being developed in the DeFi ecosystem. A lot of innovation being developed around that, and I'm I'm excited to see more and more as it as it continues. Um, we now have business anthropology up on the stage. Please go ahead and ask your question. Hi, uh, I want to say that I'm really enjoying the space. I think you're doing a tremendous job here uh, providing educational and empowering content. And uh, everything seems to be very, very exciting. With that said, uh, there's, a, there's a very eclectic audience here. And some people are very technologically minded, where other people are novices who are very excited about getting into DeFi, but at the very same time, like the previous gentleman, they have tremendous trepidations about, about leveraging their, their asset, their MATIC token, which is uh, invaluable to them. So, so in, in the aspect of this leveraging and the process of staking your coins to receive back the MATIC X, and now you have this derivative that you can get loans and, and things of that nature, uh, someone also mentioned that you can sell the Matic X. And my question is, is at the at the end of this process, let's say that you would like to once again reclaim the Matic that you staked. If you no longer have the Matic X, how do you go about getting these funds back out of the uh, of the Stadler process? Gotcha. So you actually need to have the Matic X to reclaim the funds that you have staked, right? I, so the idea of MaticX is just that it's a representative token of the staked Matic. And you need to have that to get the underlying Matic. If you sell that MaticX, then you have already claimed. Uh, it's, like a, it's like a proxy for claiming the Matic, right? Somebody else is buying that MaticX and you are actually getting the Matic out of selling the MaticX, right? Uh, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, I really like that answer because it, it also illustrates that there is another way that people can be involved in this process. Rather than staking their Matic, they can begin to acquire a, a bag of Matic X. Would that be true? Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate your question, Business Anthropology. I, th I think I've seen you on another uh, Twitter Spaces AMA, so I appreciate you coming on again. Uh, we're going to try to get Rek uh, Rekimov on the stage. 
you have you have the stage. Please ask your ask your question. Hello. Okay. Hello, guys. Uh, do you listen to me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yes. Okay. Uh, tell us about uh, your biggest uh, challenges in the project. What uh, you want to uh, achieve to the most? Sorry, my very bad English. I am uh, living in Kazakhstan. Okay. Thanks. Gotcha. So to rephrase your question, uh, are you asking what is the biggest challenge uh, that we face as a project? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I understand. Uh, so I think the uh, in terms of challenge, uh, getting user adoption is a challenge because, uh, how, like, despite despite the popularity of liquid staking, several it, and liquid staking is at a different stage of adoption across different ecosystems. For example, on ETH. People are quite familiar with liquid staking, but on the other ecosystems, liquid staking is just getting started. So adoption is definitely a challenge. And uh, if you ask us what is our goal, we our goal is to sort of replace staked matic with liquid staking, liquid staked matic, right across the board. So we would want to see a world where uh, the entire matic is replaced with liquid staked matic. That is the aspiration, and yeah, that's the that's at the same time a challenge for us. Okay, we've got, we also have Bet Swirl up on the stage. Bet Swirl, you can unmute yourself and ask your question as well. Hi everyone, thanks, thanks everyone. Hi, hi. Uh, so, as a protocol, uh, what are the pros and cons to create a liquidity pair with Matic X? Uh, and uh, if uh, it is recommended from your side, or if there is uh, already some some LPs. Containing Matikix, could you name some of them? Thanks. Yes. So we have Matic Matikix LP across Balancer. Uh, we do have it also on uh, QuickSwap and uh, MeshSwap Dystopia as well today. We've been uh, Shanmukh, yeah, I'm yep, missing any yep, other. That's right. That's yeah. right. I think maybe if I understood the question, that's what you're asking. For example, if Petswell wanted to have their token paired with Matikix. Correct. What could be the pros and cons? Is that the question? Correct. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I think so. Uh, in terms of the first uh, port of call for us as a protocol was to establish MaticX liquidity. That's all. So that your users feel very comfortable, or any protocol user would feel comfortable then being paired with MaticX. So the the first important thing, right, for anyone to build up an LP pair of their protocol token with MaticX would be that MaticX is liquid. So we now have close to $20 million in liquidity. So we are, I think, getting to a stage where a lot of people will feel comfortable actually having Matic X as a pair, right? So I think uh, typically the risk that we should we would uh, think of would be a, whether the tokens exchange rate will kind of remain, et cetera, right? And we cover that actually, well, right? In the sense that Matic X is, and Matic specifically, the staking architecture is set up in a way where people can redeem Matic in a matter of two days, which makes this a very stable pair to go with. So uh, we would definitely recommend actually uh, building with MaticX as a pair. And the interesting thing about that is that from day zero, your users also get capital efficient on the Matic side of the LP, right? They earn a default 6% on the Matic side of the LP that they would otherwise have, which wouldn't be earning any rewards, which is a great thing for not just the user, 
but also for you as a protocol because then hopefully you don't have to incentivize that much and it's also a win for polygon because all of that matic which is today going as a protocol token matic pairing right but not helping secure the network can suddenly start securing the network when these pairings become with matic x or another liquid staking token i hope that answers your question I appreciate. Thank you very much. So probably we'll we'll uh, we'll consider this option. Thanks. Absolutely. Would love to catch us yeah. on other chains. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we've got another speaker that's about to come on stage. But before we do that, I just want everyone listening in the audience to scroll up to the top and give Stater Polygon a follow. Give Vibin a follow. Amit Shanmug. Follow all of these people on Twitter. If you want to stay up to date on everything that's happening with Stater Labs and the Matic X token. Um, we're trying to get Keej onto the stage, but it looks like they're having trouble connecting. So I'll ask uh, another question for Amit. So with the Polygon proof of stake contracts being on, you know, located on Ethereum mainnet, what kind of difficulties do you have on bridging those staked tokens over to the Polygon network. Uh, so, Ruben, do you want to take that? Yeah, I'll probably uh, try and answer that text in, right? Essentially, I mean, uh, that's a great question that you're asking, right? Essentially, what happens with Polygon is it's a very unique uh, POS chain like uh, Sandeep also touched upon in the sense that uh, it's actually built on top of Ethereum, right? So the proof of stake of Polygon actually runs on the Ethereum mainnet, which makes it a very interesting uh, uh, chain to build a liquid stake token for. So obviously we had to figure out while building a contract that can interact with the nodes on Ethereum, how can we also make MaticX uh, super available on the the Polygon sidechain itself, right? So that's something that we worked on. Obviously Polygon has built a, a great and safe bridge that we were able to use. But also the other interesting part actually Texan was that till uh, now users were not able to stake except on Ethereum, right? So there were so many users who are super bullish on Polygon and would love to help secure the network. But unless they actually are willing to also go to Ethereum and especially when the gas fees were high, it was hard for people to go to Ethereum and stake Matic and participate in this process. Now, what we have done is we have kind of created a novel solution where we use an instant pool, right? Where actually, obviously, we never use move user funds. We move our own funds only, right? In order to enable users to be able to stake on Polygon directly, right? As on the back of that, like a lot of the staking that's currently happening with MaticX actually happens right there, right here on the Polygon sidechain, which was the interesting opportunity that we had to solve, right? Obviously, it was a challenge that we had to get through, but it became a unique opportunity in the sense of opening up uh, staking to Polygon users directly on the Polygon sidechain. And that is, we can already see that a lot of people who have not staked before are actually staking through Matic. That makes sense. So Stater Labs goes through the process of bridging that for the user to just make it a better user experience, I guess. Correct, correct. Okay. And we, well, isn't, yeah, go on. Oh, oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, we essentially pre-mint uh, MaticX and bring that over on behalf of users. So therefore, users are user funds are not being bridged. It's typically our funds that are pre-minted that are being bridged, right? So user funds, users just easily swap out for no fee uh, with Stater on Polygon and they get their MaticX right away. 
Amazing. Amazing. Well, looks like we are about running up on time. And I just want to give uh, everyone in the audience, uh, thank you for listening. Like I said previously, scroll up to the top and go ahead and follow Stater Labs and the Stater Labs team so you can stay up to date on everything that's going on within Stater Labs, Matic X, and how it fits into the Polygon DeFi ecosystem. And with that, I'll kick it over to the Stater Labs team one more time to just do some closing words and where can people go to find out more about all of y'all, Stater Labs and the Matic X token? Yeah, absolutely, Dex, and I can uh, take that. Uh, users can obviously, like you just mentioned, people can scroll up and follow the Stater Polygon. That's the place where we have all the upcoming integrations and all the announcement and all the yield farming opportunity that is available with Matic X. And we also have all the links uh, to our uh, DAB, to our Telegram community, where we have some active support and the Discord community as well. And uh, users can go to polygon.staterlabs.com and check out our DAB and mint Matic X in the matter of two, three steps, right? And they can also find access to our docs there. We have a lot of detailed uh, description of everything we do in terms of how Matic X works, uh, how is it composable in DeFi, how do we take care of security, all of that is covered there, so uh, users can go there. And uh, we also have a DeFi page there where all the DeFi opportunities are listed. So in one place, users can see all the opportunities they have. Once they mint MaticX, how can they make uh, full use of the composability of MaticX? It's available there as well. Thanks. And of course, thanks everyone for joining. This is a great opportunity for us to be able to share a little bit more about liquid staking and specifically liquid staking on Polygon, which we feel is a very uh, it's a fantastic opportunity, right? With more than 2 billion plus Matic, actually it, it just crossed uh, just about 3 billion Matic estate, right? And imagine the possibility of bringing all of that into the DeFi ecosystem as well. And uh, I think it bodes very well for Polygon DeFi overall too. So we're super excited and looking forward to that happening. Absolutely. And as we close, I just want to say thank you again to Stater Labs and the Stater Labs team for not only helping to democratize the security of the Polygon network, but to also help and bring more composability to users who want to stake. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening, and have a great rest of your week. Adios, everybody. Thanks, everyone, for uh, dialing in today. And uh, thanks, Texan, for being a great host, uh, as always. Absolutely. Thank y'all. See you next time. And thanks a lot, Polygon team, for hosting us. Thank you very much. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Stater Labs AMA, hosted by Polygon, recorded on Wednesday, September 7th, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep your hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focused, star scream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with a dead man's swagger Sitting in a little den vision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next bubble
talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze, trying to make the next b-b-b-billion Vision in the middle, men listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty, then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next. No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up. Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol, but it didn't matter. We was all hyped up when the pedal lit the metal. He just didn't have the right skill. Watched in the daytime till the night curfew. Rats in a cage till they make time to murky. Got a little job that falls under my purview. We gotta get this mob away from the birds. Gotta find cover, wipe off the bird poop Ride off the work while you try on the worst juice Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth Slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis Mock up a basement could call me resilient Waiting for the internet to make me a b-b-b-billion Vision in the middle, men listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty, then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Channel spaces.